no one has a, a, a crystal ball in their hands. Right. No one knows whether you're going to meet someone, whether you're not. You know, I know that the love of your life just happens when you least expect it. Mm-hmm. And whether it happens for you, whether it doesn't, as long as you're having fun and you're living your life and experiencing everything you want to experience, then that's what you should go with. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to What's Up, Cuz. I am your co-host, Erica Spera. And I'm Lisa Velastro. And thank you all so much for emailing the podcast. If you want to send us any questions, email us at whatsupcuzpod at gmail.com. So as always, we started a little update. Um, what's new, Lisa? What's going on with you? So much is going on. We, uh, My husband, actually, I should say, is starting a new pizza line. Really? Really. So I could tell you that I have eaten so much pizza (laughs) that i am going to explode is he making it at home too or just when you're at the factory well it's at the factory but then he brings it home because then we test it in our ovens really and then it's like okay well the sauce is off so we gotta remake the whole thing or the dough is missing salt we gotta do the whole erica when i tell you (laughs) that and i love pizza yeah i mean who doesn't like pizza but when i tell you that I need a break from pizza for a while. (laughs) And it doesn't look like there's a light at the end of the tunnel. No, not for a minute. But I could tell you this. He brought home a gluten-free pizza. Really? That I swear tastes like a regular pizza. And I'm not just saying it because it's my husband. Wow, okay. Yeah, a lot of times they're very crispy. Very crispy. Yeah. Like like cardboard. Yeah, a lot of times, (laughs) yeah. I have to be honest. Yeah. But when he first gave it to me, he didn't even tell me it was gluten-free. Really? Yeah. And after he told me, I didn't believe him. But apparently, he's getting this flour from Italy. Oh, my god! That's like, yeah, it's expensive, but it's like the good stuff. And they literally manufacture this flour separately, and they literally take the gluten out. Oh, so it's like regular flour, but the gluten gets taken out. Yeah, like there's so no it gluten in it. Cooks the same way. Wow. Okay. It's crazy. Yeah. Uh, all I know is that it's crazy, but it tastes amazing. Oh, that's. I mean, that's a gold mine because just with baked goods. Because I always have wondered with mm-hmm. the bakery of like, is there suddenly going to be gluten free cakes or like a dairy free cake or even egg free? Like people have so many allergies. I know that. Like I remember the, just the summer I worked in the bakery. Pe- I remember someone came in with eggs and they mm-hmm. were like, "What doesn't have eggs?" And I was like, "I don't know." Like, yeah. And we were asking, and everyone was like, "We don't know." And we also don't want to tell you because we could be wrong. Exactly. And then you're sick, so you know. Listen, it's so crazy. We live in a world with so many allergies. I mean, I, yeah. I never remembered all these allergies as a baby. But we are. We're living it. Who mm. knows how, how people are getting it. But I know gluten is so big. Yeah, it is big. And I was so, even though I tasted literally hundreds of different pizzas <laughs> between Sicilians and, and margaritas and regulars and different cheeses yeah. and different sauces and different doughs. And I'm like pizza out. <laughs> but let me tell you something. The gluten-free pizza, you'll never know it's gluten-free. Yeah, I mean, they got to send that to Vegas then for the pizza cake. Absolutely. To try to make the gluten-free Absolutely. Kind. That's crazy. But I could tell you when my husband puts his mind to something, he's like OCD <laughs> and he'll eat the same thing 
just to, for different flavors a hundred times. I mean, my dad's that way and it's not with him making it. He'll just find a new restaurant he likes. And mm-hmm. then he's like, want to go back to that place where like, we went yesterday. He's like, I know, but it's so good. <laughs> like, he just gets obsessed with it. But I was going to say the pizza is frozen. Yeah. So, so like when he brings it home, is it like, we made this two days ago. It's frozen. Let me try it and see like. Exactly. So we've been lasts. testing pizzas here too. So oh, when I'm at the factory, okay. I eat them there. Right, yeah, you're eating them fresh. <laughs> when I come then... home, we're testing them in our ovens because, again, you know, the ovens in a home are different than the ovens in a factory. Mm-hmm. And we're adjusting the times on how long to cook it for and, you know, making the instructions for everybody. Right. Because I was going to say, is there also microwave instructions versus oven no. instructions? No, just it's just oven. oven. It's just oven instructions. Well, yeah. if it's full pizza, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and you'd be surprised that um even down to the type of oven that you're cooking these in mm-hmm. matters for, oh, for sure for frozen pizza you know it, it's it's excellent and it's a new adventure for us has he started shipping them yet or no i believe he has yeah oh wow okay so yeah. right now i could go and i could order pizza from yeah carlos oh, mm-hmm. okay I'm intrigued. And this, but this is not, your dad had a pizza place. My dad had a pizza place. But it's not the same recipe. It's totally different. it's completely different because it's a different type of pizza. Right. Well, I I even imagine just with the frozen and then Mm -hmm. you cook it the next day, it might have to be a different formula. Yeah. It's amazing. You have to try it. (laughs) But I am pizzaed out. I'm not going to lie. I was like, I'm not against trying it by any (laughs) any means. But uh, I mean, it sounds delicious. You know what you should do? You should get a regular pizza and a gluten-free pizza, and that's not what I want to do. Anyone, no, don't don't let anyone tell you which is which. Yeah, and see if you could taste the difference. I guarantee you, you won't. I mean, I'm down to try that because I was also going to say if that flour is so good, I mm-hmm. wouldn't be surprised if like then you make gluten-free cookies. or well, something. Well, that's what we're experimenting with now. Yeah, so now definitely. that we have this source, it's it's source to expand. Mm, okay. You know, it could, I could tell you this from what my husband told me. Because he's the baker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it is a little different when you make it into baked goods. Oh, for sure. Because the yeah. flavor is different. It's a little sweeter. Right. But I'm like, I won't be surprised if once he gets the pizza down gluten-free, he's going to be like, what else can we make gluten-free? Exactly. And then be trying the different flours mm-hmm. and doing it all. And it, it, funny, I actually make gluten-free cookies the other night just because I like bought a like box from the store and they only had gluten-free. Yeah. And I was like, well, what's the difference? And um, honestly, they just came out like a little bit crispier. Mm-hmm. Well, they were great. And then it also made me think of that um that one cookie line, Tate's, that like blew up. Oh, yes. And they blew up because they made gluten-free cookies. Yes. That was like the main reason they did. They were gluten-free and delicious. And people were like, what are in these? Exactly. And they had the signature kind of crispy. Uh-huh. That then they made up in regular form too. Yeah. <laughs> like, but it's like, yeah, you never know. I, mean, I know exactly which ones you're talking about because my son has a gluten-free friend. And, you know, once in mm-hmm. a while when he would come over, I would make sure I have like a little bag for him to eat, you know, something. Like, so, yeah, you feel yeah. so bad when it's mm-hmm. like, what can they have to eat? Just like dinner and everything exactly. else. Exactly. Um, so uh, thank you guys so much again for emailing us and if you want to email it's whatsupcuzpod at gmail.com that's whatsupcuzpod at gmail.com all right so we have an email here called settle down pressure so what's up cuz first i want to say i'm loving your podcast i listen to new episodes at work and i get so into it i zone (laughs) out of any of my coworkers. (laughs) haha whoops question for you both i'm soon to be a 28 year old who hasn't really found the desire to settle down yet I travel, I work, and I'm so set on just living my life. Now, I do get criticism from family for being unmarried or not willing to have a child. I do my best to make sure I live for myself. I'm the type of person who just wants to experience everything for as long as I can. But sometimes I wonder that I may be missing out on things like falling in love or having a family because I won't slow down. I feel stuck between wanting my own little life 
and just wanting to live every dream I've ever had. What are your thoughts, and is there anything you have always wanted to experience but haven't been able to? Sincerely, Bridget, all the way from Santa Fe, New Mexico. All right, Bridget. Well, well thank you. Yeah, thank you for your email and your question. Um, I say live your life. I say follow your gut. You know, falling in love is not someone something that you have control over. You don't. That's what I was gonna say. <laughs> I was like, I was you like, there's people that are also like you, and it's it's not necessarily a choice. They're just yeah, like, I, I haven't I met mean, anyone. You know, you're a woman that that that's working on her own and taking care of yourself and having a good time. And age is just a number, you know. And and again, the only thing that I could say is that as you get older, let's just say you meet the love of your life later in life, and and kids are a possibility maybe they're not but maybe they are yeah you know we live in a great world of technology and the (laughs) only thing that i would do is maybe go harvest your eggs because you never know what the future brings this is so funny you're saying this my mom was literally talking to me about this on the phone the other day really because i'm almost 30 whether you use them or not at least you got them well that's what she was saying because i have like a cousin that went through in vitro Mm -hmm. and then then she was saying to my mom because she was 40 trying Mm -hmm. to have kids she was like i wish i froze my eggs yeah to have on hand that's the only thing i would suggest because again no one has a a, a crystal ball in their hand right no one knows whether you're going to meet someone whether you're not you know i know that the love of your life just happens when you least expect it Mm mm-hmm and whether it happens for you, whether it doesn't, as long as you're having fun and you're living your life and experiencing everything you want to experience, then that's what you should go with. And whatever happens tomorrow or in the future happens. Oh, yeah. Take I mean, it one day at a time. A lot of people I know that met people later in life that liked to travel met them via traveling. Yeah. Um, in fact, actually, I have a cousin. Uh, it's my mom's cousin, not on this side, other side of our family. He was single a very long time. And I think, yeah, he was maybe almost 40, like... But he hit the age that kind of was like, oh, I guess, you know, maybe he's just not going to get married. Maybe it's not for him. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Nice guy. Great guy. And he was a doctor and he went on like a mission trip somewhere, met a woman from who lived across the country on this mission trip. But like they kind of hit it off, kept talking, started a long distance relationship. Like now they're married and have kids. But it was just like it, he like had a house. Like he had all this stuff that it was like, oh, we didn't think maybe that was kind of like it and he didn't seem bummed about it and we're like oh he's living his life and then all of a sudden it was like yeah i'm moving to california like you never know I love this lady you never know that's that's life you never know but you can't sit there and and, and boggle your brain out of what's going to happen with you in the future or what you want to do in the future worry about now yeah i know and also it's like she lives in santa fe new mexico which i don't know much about that town but i'm like i live in the city mm-hmm 28 is very young like you're just <laughs> turning 28 it's like i remember being 26 feeling like oh man like kind of worried about like life or seeing you know friends that lived in other places being like in long relationships or like engaged and you're kind of like i think it's like you almost doubt yourself you're like am i doing this right like am i making the right decisions and it's like well are they the decisions you want to make and when the answer is yes it's like yeah then you're fine mm-hmm. but i i totally understand especially like yeah, like this was like a wedding year for me this year and last year of like seeing people I'm not even close with, but just my age. Yeah. Getting married, getting the house, getting a dog, get like all the things that you're like, oh, you're like, am I missing like the boat? Like you kind of start to feel like, am I wrong? Like, am I going to regret this later? Yeah, but, but that's not for everybody. Oh, it's definitely not. You and know? it's also and there's like, no right or wrong either. No, for sure. And it's also like, um, I feel this way when people are like, 
kind of tell you like follow your dreams a lot of times when people tell you that they're because because they're older and they look back and they go i wish i did exactly xyz when i was young or also they go i did follow my dreams when i was young and i'm so happy mm-hmm. now and they're like and i'm glad i did yeah so it's it's kind of the same thing of like yeah you talk to one person that's married they might be like yeah like it's great like you should settle down but then you talk to, if you met some other 28 traveling loving their life person, it's great too they're gonna be like yeah no do what you want you know so. Yeah, exactly. Like I hate when people put their two cents in and be like, "Oh, well, when are you going to settle down? Or when are you going to, you know, have a baby?" Or people get married and right away the week after is, "Well, when are you going to have a baby?" Oh yeah. It's like you know what, people mind your business. Maybe I don't want a baby, yeah. and that's okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, not to get sad, but like, um, I saw this thing go viral. This woman posted about like people being like, "Oh, when are you guys going to have kids?" Because her and her husband been married like six times, and she goes, "I'm at the point." She goes, and "Everyone goes, oh, are you going to have kids? Why, why haven't you guys had kids yet?" She goes, "I look at them and I say, I've had three miscarriages." She goes, and then she goes, "They feel awful," and she goes, "You should. You're prying yeah. at my life, and you don't know. We could totally be trying, and exactly. it's not working. Mm-hmm. So it's like, the, you know, like you said, there's, you never know what's really going on with people, or it's like maybe they don't want to. Exactly. I know couples that are happily married that their decision was not to have children, right. and that's okay. Mm-hmm. Like people have to learn that not everyone could do the same thing in their lives. Oh, for sure. And what people choose to do in their lives, it's their choice. And and we live in the United States of America <laughs> and you have choice. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, the one question she ended with was like, was there anything you look back that you wanted to experience or do and you weren't able to or haven't been able to yet? Or was there anything you look back on? There's only one thing that I look back on and the only thing I regret is not going away to college. Oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah, that's the only thing I could say that I wish I would have experienced. And was do you mean like all four years or even doing, because you did a two-year program, right? Yeah. So even, would you say that, being like, even doing that two-year program just somewhere else where I just went somewhere yeah, else? Yeah, just something to be on my own because, you know, growing up in a very Italian family and being <laughs> the oldest, I had a lot of really strict rules and regulations mm-hmm. and, um, you know, Italian parents don't care if you're, you know, 19 years old and, nope. you know, you're working three jobs and basically, you know, taking care of yourself. You're still living under their roof. And I just felt like I needed to just graduate and go to work and and do my thing because that's just the mentality and the way I was raised. Where my sister went away for four years mm, and yeah. she did her thing mm-hmm. and she got that experience. So, yeah, that's the one thing I do I do regret is not going away to college. But then again, if I did do that for four years, I would have never, you know, got together with my husband and we would have never got married when I was 21 and yeah. had our child, our first child at 23. Yeah, so there's a reason life. for everything, mm-hmm. you know, and I look forward now, you know, my husband and I was so young when we had our kids that we're looking forward to when they're all settled because we'll still be young and we'll be able to have our time, if that makes sense. Right. I mean, that's the bright side of having children younger. So there's good and bad in everything. You know, there's a reason why, you know, my life didn't take me to a four-year college because then I wouldn't be probably where I am today, Mm -hmm. you know? So I feel like there's a reason for everything. Yeah. Or same with couples that have kids later the bright mm-hmm. side they usually have is they're more established in their careers mm-hmm. so they're like oh we, i wasn't worried about like money the way i would have been if i had children younger exactly, yeah and they were like yeah i'm older i might have less energy they're like but they're like i am comfortable having a kid i don't i'm not stressed out yeah. on that level so like you said it's always pluses and minuses and uh, to both ways 
And 28 is young. I'm like, that's, I don't care where you live, yeah. it's young. I'm like, I'm young, right? <laughs> I consider young now that I'm in my 40s. <laughs> right, yeah. It's like, no matter what age you are, you look at people younger than you and you're like, oh, mm-hmm. like, what are you worried about? Like, exactly. I didn't realize it when I was like 24 with my like 30-year-old friends, but they were looking at me like, oh, 24? <laughs> yeah, okay, don't stress, you know? That's funny. Um, all right, we have time for one little other question here. This is a fun one. Uh, it's called surgery help. So, dear cuz, long story short, I'm 32 and one of my younger sisters, 29, always had very large breasts, like size 6, 8 in dresses, but like an E or F cup of breasts. My other younger sister, 25, is on the other end of the scale with tiny A cups. About four years ago, I had reduction surgery because I had very bad back pain caused by the weight. I was lucky that it was covered by my insurance, so I didn't need to tap into the money I'd been saving for reduction surgery. About six months after my surgery, my sister, the 29-year-old, slipped down the stairs and slipped a disc in her spine. She was in a lot of pain, and her doctor agreed that the weight on her chest wasn't helping her recovery. But unfortunately, her insurance considered it to be purely cosmetic to get reduction surgery and doesn't cover it. I offered her to use the money that I had been saving for my own reduction to get one herself, and she gratefully accepted. The problem is, now that our younger sister, 25, wants a breast implants from an A cup to a C cup, she has approached me asking if I would pay for it since I paid for the other sister's reduction. I explained that it was a medical necessity for her, and that's why I offered to pay for it. I also took what I didn't use for the surgery and put it towards my house deposit two years ago. My youngest sister is now furious with me, accusing me of playing favorites and has been blowing up my phone with a lot of messages that are kind of nasty. I feel really guilty for not supporting her, but I don't think it's my job to buy her plastic surgery. What should I do? Thanks. You know, it's a tough situation. I get it. But at the same time as she's not playing favorites. Let's be honest here. Yeah. Um, you know, her sister legitimately had a medical condition. And an injury on top of it. And an injury on top of it. Exactly. And it just sucks that insurance companies sometimes don't see it that way. Mm -hmm. You know, because, and I hate to be this way, but unless you have big breasts yourself, you don't really experience what that person is going through. No, you definitely don't. You know, but I could understand her, her pain and I could understand her having the back injury on top of it. So I think that actually what her older sister did was so gracious. Yeah, very nice. Um, And that was so nice. Her younger sister has to realize that it's not about pay, pay, uh, playing favoritism. It's about she legitimately just wants a plastic procedure, a yeah. plastic surgery procedure, which, listen, I'm all for. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I know. I'm not against it, but, but it's just like. It's just to enhance yeah. yourself, which is great, but you got to pay that for that for yourself, you know? Uh, yeah. Or this would be different if it was parents. Yes. I could see it with parents. Because I think with parents, you feel very like, you know, like, hey, the idea of like the will of the parents should yeah. be like, okay, we're getting this split three ways. Exactly. So well, you give to one, you give to the other. Right. So even mm-hmm. if it was medically needed, it's kind of like, mm-hmm. hey, if you had some cash for that, do you have some cash? I could have kind of make it fair. I believe that 100%. But I'm I like, mean, it's a sister. Yeah. Listen, I got four kids and I'm going to make sure that everything is even, even. for all right. four. Yeah. But again, this is a sister that helped out another sister because of a medical condition. Mm -hmm. And I don't think the younger sister really is being nice to her. I'm sorry. No, she's not. I don't, uh, to be honest, I don't know how I would handle it other than I probably would just ignore it. Like the nasty messages I would probably just ignore. Mm -hmm. 
of like she's gonna get over it or maybe to a certain point i would just finally be like yeah you're not you're not getting this i said no my mind's not changing like send me all the nasty messages you want like and i would just be like yeah well you can work and save up yourself like she was saving up for her own self thinking it wasn't going to be covered it sounds like her younger sister's having like a tantrum yeah that's That's what it sounds like like. Mm -hmm. and to me when somebody does that it's such a turnoff you know you want to be big shot and get breast implants let's let's be a woman and sit down woman to woman and you hash out to me and I'll hash out to you and let's come to a compromise or an agreement or something, you know? Yeah. Or she could sit down and be like, well, this is how I saved the money. Exactly. <laughs> like, you want to learn to save the money, save the money. But it's just, I mean, sometimes, yeah, it is partly jealousy, mm-hmm. but mainly it's like, yeah, probably her whole life. She said, I have no boobs and you guys have these big boobs. And so that's all she wants is big boobs. And the big boob people are sitting there going, no, you don't. <laughs> well, having no boobs is not a medical condition. It's not. Yeah, <laughs> it's not. You know, so uh, listen, I think that if she's really sending her nasty messages at this point, she's got to call her out on it. Yeah. Sit down with her and say, I don't appreciate what you're doing. Mm -mm. This is why I did it for our sister. I feel like you're jealous and it's not about being jealous. It's about caring for your sibling. Yeah. Right. Like grow up, put Mm. your, put your big girl pants on and grow up. Yeah. Like if if you really want them, take out a plan of some sort, (laughs) take out a monthly plan. Seriously. It's just, it's just crazy because it's like. If your sister was, like, in a car accident, knock on wood, God forbid, and you paid to, like, help with medical bills from a car accident, yeah, it's like, would she story. act this way? Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I can see how she's trying to correlate it, but I'm like, it's not. I don't know how anybody would read this and be like, it is. Or or it feels greedy. It's like, I don't know what your job is, but it's like, yeah, so you have a great job and you make a ton of money. So she's sitting there kind of being like, what? You don't have the money? But it's like, you're like, I have to save for my own stuff. Yeah. You know? No, I agree 100%. Or also, this would make me never trust the sister. Of like, what if she came to you for money for something else? I would be hesitant to like, am I just going to run into you and you're going to have boobs? Yeah. <laughs> and it's like... Well, I would hope it wouldn't be a, a, oh, into a lie thing. I would hope not, you know? Right. But I would feel like if someone was like wanting it this bad, let it go. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like, you're kind of burning your own trust there, you know? Yeah, definitely. Crazy. But yeah, I, I, I say hold your ground. I'm like... Yeah. Sit down with her, you know call her out on it and be like you're acting like a child like let's be two mature women and and talk about this and you know let me give you my reasoning because i don't appreciate you know the nasty text messages yeah or yeah i'd even be like how much have you thought this through do you know how much it costs Mm -hmm. like what do you have saved like yeah figure your stuff out sell some stuff i don't know (laughs) facebook marketplace get on there (laughs) exactly there's always a will in a way yeah but good for you holding your holding your ground and um i mean that's all the time we have for today so thank you all so much for emailing in uh if you want to send us any questions it's what's up cuz pod at gmail.com that's what's up cuz pod at gmail.com and uh if you could leave us a review on apple Podcasts, it really helps us out so you can do that right from your phone just go to the apple podcast app write us a rating tell us what you think and um we love hearing from you guys thanks so much and we will see you next week thanks guys till next time bye